Hi guys, welcome to In Our Community Podcast, where we interview ordinary people doing extraordinary things in their communities. I'm your host, Coach Hitty from Resurrection Movement Studio. On episode 32 of this podcast, I got to sit down with Chio Yamada of the Broadway Dance Center uh, to talk about her career and her passion for dance. Wanted to use this time of quarantine to reach out to choreographers and instructors who teaches at prestigious places like Broadway Dance Center to get their story on how they started their journey and what it took to get get to where they are today. Chio has been a great friend of mine and it was really an honor to spend half an hour talking to her about her career and her journey Um, and she has shared some awesome golden nuggets in this podcast. So if you're a dancer or if you're involved in the dance community, make sure to check out this episode. Listeners, don't forget to subscribe to our show and leave us a comment on the iTunes. Let's get started. Okay, so today's guest really needs no introduction. It's one and only Chio from Broadway Hi. Dance Center. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah. So for those of the listeners who do not know Chio, do you mind introducing yourself, telling us what you do and who you are? Okay, my name is Chio and I teach, uh, currently teach at Broadway Dance Center in New York. I teach jazz funk. I'm originally from Japan. I've been in New York for... like 21 years now but um yeah i've been teaching at bdc for um 18 19 years now i think i saw on the website you started teaching in 2001 is that yeah Yeah, yeah. wow (laughs) lost (laughs) (laughs) i know (laughs) it's a long time Was dance something that you've always wanted to do? Was this a career that you always knew that you wanted to do? Not when I was a kid. Like I always liked to watch uh, TV and an idol and try to mimic them. But my family, no, nobody in the family danced. So I didn't think I was going to be my career or, you know, nothing like that. But I always liked to, like, you know, watch TV and like, wow, that's, you know, um, Maybe I, I, I admire, like I wanted to, but I never thought I would do that mm. um, as for my career or for my, you know, job, as my job. So um, how, do, how did you end up in the United States, especially in New York? It, it's a long story. When I got into high school, uh-huh. I saw the show that, all the older uh, students show, like you know, did the show for the new students, and then I saw the performance of the baton touring team, mm-hmm. and they were, um, it's like a rhythmic g- gymnastic, but with the baton, you know, okay. and then but they were doing a performance on the stage. It was more like a kind of like a hip hop, kind of like a jazz funky number. Mm-hmm. As when I saw it, I was like, wow, I want to do that, <laughs> and then I decided to you know join the team. And then, um, so, you know, they did the performance on the stage, you know, like a hip hop number or like a, with a pom-pom. Um, but also they, you know, it was like a, uh, they, they, we did a competition, you know, like a team, big team. And then, so we did all that. So I did like a basic training of like a kind of like a jazz or like a mm-hmm. ballet training mm-hmm. with that team. And um, I really enjoyed performing. And it's like, wow. And then, but I never had a training before. So when I got into college, uh, my major was English, but I started going to the studio 
outside of you know college and then um I started going to the studio I started taking dance class um in the beginning I was like one or two classes a week um but then maybe like after a year or two one of the teachers asked me to perform with you know this event Mm -hmm. and I started going to the rehearsals and then I did the performance I was like wow I I really like this and then and then my teacher other teacher had a company Mm-hmm. And then I joined a company, and then I really trained like seriously. Um, and then I did. Uh, and then, <laughs> sorry, my story. <laughs> is this is this all in Japan, or is this already all in Japan? Or... Yeah, all in Japan. Okay. Cool. And then one of my teacher, but the director of the company was always coming to New York every year to, for her training. And then she was talking about New York and then she like, I, I told her like, wow, like one day I would like to go and then see what it's like. And then she told me that if you can, like I have a, I rent apartment in New York, New York. And then if you want to visit, you can stay with me. I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'm, <laughs> I'm really coming. And she's like, yeah, sure. You come. And then uh, in the summer break, I went and, you know, uh to to new york first time and then she showed me the studios and then different studios and different class and then that was um the second year of my college and then at that point i just started dancing mm. all the classes was like it was so overwhelming but at the mm. same time it was just like wow this is great this is amazing and then the next year i went a little longer um at that point, I was able to fall a little bit better, but still, like, it was a lot. It was, mm. you know, the, the levels and then all the styles I just never seen. Um, and then um, I finished my college, and then at that point, I was I was so into dance, <laughs> and then I would start teaching at the, a little bit at the gym too in Japan. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to see if I can take it, you know to like next level and then I wanted to see if I can make it you know dancing for a living so but I thought I need more training mm-hmm. I you know I couldn't at that point I was performing you know with the company and then like at the events and but I didn't have an ability to choreograph or you know I didn't have enough uh, basic training you know I like to mm-hmm. become a dancer or you know mm-hmm. so I decided to um, come to New York but my so my teacher introduced me to New York first Mm. and then i'm from nagoya it's not tokyo it's not as big as tokyo so my choice was either go to tokyo to train and there's more opportunity or more more, you know or come to new york and then one of the studio my teacher introduced me was alvin ailey you know it's a model and then so i need i needed like a really serious training like ballet and then you know like technique so Mm. i decided to go there so that's yeah so i since i didn't start young um and also my teacher introduced me to new york that's why i came to new york to train gotcha and i'm guessing there's a lot of hardship that was built in in that time frame from when you started dancing to it wasn't like a smooth transition in your journey in the dance world yeah i mean yes and i was lucky um you know um in the beginning in the beginning it was just fun like i tried to take it all in and in the beginning i was not 
thinking to make it to Korea. So I just was enjoying it. I really mm-hmm. loved it. And then the, my first time came to New York, I started like the, my ballet level was just so low. And then I, I was like, wow, I don't know if I can make it. But, you know, I just did my best, you know. So um, I think I was just lucky. The timing, my teacher introduced me, you know, how I got into it was not that hard. But mm. try to make it as Korea, you know, it was hard. But then I got lucky. My first job was, you know, before I, I, I my original plan was six months to stay in okay. New York and in the program. I was going to go home. And, but be, right before I was coming back to going back to New, uh, Japan from the program, I went to the audition for uh, New Jersey Nets uh, uh-huh. dance team. Uh-huh. The audition was at BDC. I mm. was going to school at Alvin Ailey, but I was also taking class at BDC for other, you know, like a hip hop or other style. And I saw it one day and like, like just for experience, I, you know, I, let, let me try and how that, you know, that they, let me try that audition, how that, how it is. And somehow I got in. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was my first job. So uh-huh. I got lucky that I wasn't even expecting to be in it, uh-huh. but I wanted to, you know, so, so that was my first job. And then uh-huh. that this time, you know, um, I decided to stay longer. Um, and then I did the season and then around the same time, I start working with a teacher at BDC. Um, her name is Bev. And yes, Bev. She had a company. Yeah, she had a company, and she also had a audition a little bit before the actually the New Jersey Nets. Um, and I got it as a training company member, mm-hmm. and I started training with her. Um, so, yeah, by the time I finished New Jersey Nets dance team, I was a start assisting Bev. Mm-hmm. So I started teaching for her. Um, you know, I mean, I did my best, whatever I can at the moment. And it was, you know, I was um, still a student at the Elvin Ailey, and I started working with Bev, and I had a rehearsal and then, you know, show with the Nets. So it was really, really busy. I bet, that's I a lot. Enjoyed, I enjoyed it so much, and then I did, I was young, you know, yeah. so I tried, I did whatever I can to do my best. And then, so it was a lot of work, but it was fun. It was, it was exciting. Everything was exciting for me. Mm-hmm. So, and then the, I was going to go home after the New Jersey Nets a team. Mm-hmm. But at that point, I was starting um, teaching for Bev. I like uh, studying for her, mm-hmm. so I was like, "I'm not ready to go home." <laughs> <laughs> and then, so I decided, decided to stay a little longer. Yeah. And um, so, Chio, it's it's so funny that you mentioned it. So I don't know, but I was training under Bev as well when I was at BBC. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I was training to become her assistant. Right. But it was the summer before my senior year in college. I had a semester left. All right. So it I had a, the choice. Like, but it was after I left, right? Was it 
I wasn't running the class anymore, was I? You had your own classes. I was already taking your classes. Oh, yeah, oh, you already had oh. your classes. Yeah, but I was training. You know, I you know, Bev was like, "Hey, you want to train to become my assistant?" And yeah, she's, that's how oh. I started too. Right. Yeah, and I was like, "Yes, I love this. Like, dance was my thing. I used mm-hmm. it." But then I had to make a decision between going back to school and finishing up my college career or continue to stay and risk it all and just stay in New York. Yeah. And, you know, I talk to kids often about like, do you really love something that you say you love or do Uh you love the idea of it? And I think Uh at that moment, like my, like logical sense one. And I also just discover, like, I think I love the idea of becoming a professional dancer or working as a Uh choreographer. I didn't know that at that moment, if I had what it takes to go to that career. Right. But whereas you are the opposite, you're like, I love this. This is all I know. This is what I'm going to give it up. Right. Which is awesome. I just kept going. And then, you know, I think because of my family support, you know, I couldn't do it my, on my own, but you know, um, I'm here. This is the opportunity. I just gonna go for it. And and then I was lucky that you know I was able to keep going. And you know, my own I got my own class. And then you know, so I I just just really thankful that for all the teachers I met and all, all the opportunity I you know somehow I got. I mean, just a timing, I think, you know, um, because I was going to go home, but then at the, at that time and around the same time, there was an opportunity that like, Hey, you should maybe try this and stay. I think it was something t- told me, um, that, you know, but you should be here. Like if something is meant to be here to, mm-hmm. you know, um, so I'm just thankful that, you know, um, I got an opportunity when it happened. I'm sure. What other cool opportunities have presented to you since you started the dance career in New York? I think that the New Jersey Nets was the biggest because, mm. you know, that made me stay. And also, of course, I started teaching. I'm like, I got my own class at BDC the first time. It's, you know, when you, when I came, when, when I came here the first time, all the classes was, it was just over the crowd. I just couldn't, you know, right. and then, all the teachers I took that time, they still teach at BDC. Mm-hmm. So I'm just still in all that, you know, I teach with those teachers mm-hmm. that, you know, and they know me and then, you know, so I, those are, I mean, those are the two biggest, the nets and then teaching at BDC. I'm still, I'm still in all, like I, you know, I'm thankful mm-hmm. for, you know, and then also just, go to your studio or or the other or the traveling or the different country they invite me to come to teach yeah and that's just amazing like you can't there's so many teachers they can choose but they choose me to go and you know Joe, I think it's your ability to connect with your students that like really makes you stand out. It's like whenever you go into your class, it's stress-free, everybody's smiling and you create this atmosphere where like dancers feel good about themselves. Cause I've been to a class where it's like really stressful because mm-hmm. if you don't do certain things. You know, right. You're like, Oh, you don't feel good coming out of it. Um, but yours is always, uh, you know, positive vibe, upbeat, dancers go in and they feel good and sometimes they need that reminder like this is why i love what they do you know so thank you thank you like i 
you guys, like all the students, give me inspiration and then give me the motivation. And you know, um, also I just kept dancing because I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, and so when I teach, of course, all the students, I want get them to get better. But at the same time, I want to share the love of dance. You know, um, of course, they, I want them to challenge themselves. I want to, you know, to get something out of it. But bottom line is, you dance because you love it. Mm. You know, so um, dance makes me happy. So, you know, I want you guys to be happy, you know, whoever take my class, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I mean, that's great to hear that, you know, you feel that. And then mm-hmm. I do, you know, hear from other students that, you know, it just makes me happy that, you you know, I come to your class and that makes me happy, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just, a, you know, the energy. Back and yeah, forth energy for sure. And, so you've been teaching at BDC for 19 years. That's all like a long time because I can't imagine like continue to choreograph piece after piece for 19 years. It's a lot. Where do you, yeah, where do you find the inspiration or what keeps you going? As students, like in the, the choreograph, some, some it, choreography, like choreography doesn't really come easy to me sometimes. Hmm. Um, some people just listen to the music, if the body some move. I mean, sometimes it happened to me too, but I had to sit down and look for the song. You know, it takes time for me. So it's, it's every week I kind of stress. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, because I want to keep it fresh. I want to keep, you know, uh, I want to provide that everybody kind of enjoy, you know, it's kind of pressure, of course, you know. Right. Um, right. And then if you don't like my class, you, they, you can choose all the other hundred teachers, you know. So I don't want to, it's a pressure. And then I want to, so every week I kind of go through it. <laughs> I'm sure. How long yeah. does it usually take you to choreograph a piece nowadays? It depends. If I have find a song that I really like, somehow the beats or the whatever inspires me, it takes maybe like four, three, four hours or something. Oh, wow. Or it comes easily. But sometimes it takes days. Like I had, I start one day and I start, you know, choreographing the some part and then I get stuck. I had to put it on side. I had to, you know, come back the next day. Um, some, some week it doesn't come at all. I just can't find mm. the songs or, you know, it, it's depending on the week, but it's, but I think as you teach more, it's it gets easier but still it's it's hard it's not easy it's it's, it's mm-hmm. a lot and that's well, the side that like the students don't see right like the three and the four hours plus that you're spending in your house <laughs> trying right. to come up with the dance because you know they come in and they expect this great class but behind the curtain is all these hours that you're putting in yourself to, right. by yourself to make sure that the class is what they are seeking and right. so, yeah i think that's so, important yeah i think that's the part i mean Although every work has, you know, it's, it's not easy, you right. know, and then, but I'm thankful that I, I get to do, you know, I get to do what I love to do. So I think that this is my, that that's the, that's the hard part for this job. You know, you had to, that's my 
job that you mm-hmm. have to do it. Yeah. I, I just have to keep pushing. Keep pushing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so you work with a lot of students and you've worked with a generation of dancers. What do you notice as like something different from about this generation of dancers, especially kids that you work with versus the kids that were in the past? It, I feel, I, I think it's all the same. They, really? yeah. I mean, you know, of course, some pe- some kids are more passionate. You know, they really want it. Some people, you know, some kids do it just because it, it depends on the kids. But I don't really feel different, you know, between the generations. Hmm. Um, yeah, all the kids, what I I have or go to the workshop, they all want it, you know, they're excited to be there. They, you know, um, I don't really see the difference between the generations. It's, you know. Gotcha. Um, what are some challenges that you face? Uh, or what are some challenges, you know, like, you know, because I know you teach all over the country. I can't imagine trying to teach a class in English where they don't, their, their primary language is not uh, English or anything like that. Language actually, like when you teach the dance is the universal language. You you just go and then count and move and then you see it. You know, so it, huh. teaching dance is not the hard in a different country. Really? Um, yeah, it's. I mean, sometimes there's a interpreter. You know, if they I ex- explain something, I don't really talk in the class. I just sometimes tell the feeling or sometimes you know. But it, it's, I just, you know, it, they get it though, you know, um, it's, it, it's, I don't really use, like I don't, in, in class, I don't really have a deep, deep talk. I mean, after the, you know, class, there's a Q and A there, you know, so we talk like more deeply in that, but in class, I just want to have fun, you know, so they get it. Like when you see, when they see it, you know, they get it you know, from the music, they're going to get what I want, you know, them to express, you know. Mm. So teaching class itself is not that bad. Um, mm. And then usually when I go, they take really good care of me, you know. Mm-hmm. So they, And then most of the time, whoever invite me, they speak English. Mm. So, you know, for that, I'm okay. And... Yeah, traveling is not bad. Sometimes, yeah, it, it's it's not bad teaching abroad. <laughs> it's they good. Just, yeah, they, they <laughs> make sure I'm okay, you uh-huh. know. And I get somebody speak English, help me to uh-huh. get around or if I need help. Mm-hmm. So. And you kind of mentioned this in the last question that I asked. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is dance to you? Like, how would you define dance? What When you think of dance, what is it to you? happiness <laughs> mm-hmm. like ha- it may just makes me happy it whatever you know if you even if you have a down day or some for some reason and i'm not you know something happened or you know but when you dance and then when you see the smile or, or like the energy or even that when the, i don't really perform much but if i perform on the stage mm-hmm. it just it just the feel of it it's just amazing and you know, um, also like when you teach, all the energy you get from the student is just amazing. It just makes me happy. I mean, it makes me feel good. You know, when you dance, you know, even if you don't 
have an audience on them, it it just makes you feel good, you mm. know. So it just I think it's just happiness. Gotcha. Very good. Um, it sounds like, you know, I know you personally, Chio, and dance has always been like ingrained in your life. I think a lot of people see you as a dancer, the amazing choreographer, the people, the person that they want to come and take classes from. But aside from dance, like, what do you enjoy doing, Chio? Um, actually, like, I have a dog, you know, when I come <laughs> home, walk my dog, uh-huh. you know, yeah. Um, I don't really have a like a hobby, you know, besides like hobbies, dance, my hobby work, you know, so it's just kind of what I do. Mm-hmm. And then I should, you know, I feel like I should watch more movies. And, you know, I, I, actually <laughs> at this moment, like I, since I have more time, I try to maybe watch movies. I haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's, I don't really have a hobby or like do anything other other than that dancing Hmm. um i know you're uh you're super busy uh on a a daily basis when the new york is not on pause mm -hmm. um how are you occupying your time right now with the COVID 19 pandemic actually (laughs) since i you know i have more time i'm just kind of i'm okay that you know um Every day, I like I told a couple classes in the Instagram, so you know that kept me busy, mm-hmm. and also I that took time, you know, like I like couple days to prepare, like choreograph, mm-hmm. look for the song, and you know, um, and then post, you know, so it took a minute, and then other than I tried to like clean up, I haven't done it, like, and I wanted to like it, I took all the um blinds out and I clean that all the you know <laughs> and I cook I'm I've been cooking you know um so I I'm not really uh like a stressed out you know yet because I have to like I try to rest you know stretch and then yeah That's um good. but I'm not doing like some people just get up in the morning like you know every every day at nine o'clock you know I do the stretch and I do warm up and then I'm like, wow, that's great. <laughs> I try to be that like, you know, like get up and, you know, do this every day. I don't have a schedule, you know, mm-hmm. but like day by day, it's like, okay, I'm going to clean up today. I'm going to get ready for the class today. Like every day I try to find things to kind of like, okay, I'm going to do laundry, to, you know, uh-huh. laundry today. Or I'm going to go, you know, to the, um, to store get something and then to get, go to the store is like a chore and it's like you have to cover everything yeah. you know <laughs> get ready and then come back and try to wipe everything it, that's a chore too so yeah. like every day i try to i'm okay today i'm gonna do this but today i'm gonna do this and today i'm gonna do this and then I have a every day i'm trying to you know uh like a goal or like okay uh-huh. the things for the day and then try to like day by day you know and then, but also I talk to my family a lot. I mean, because of smartphone now, yeah. I'm thankful that what you can do now with that. Mm-hmm. I think without it, when I came here, I didn't even have a cell phone. Yeah. I didn't have a, we didn't have a, this is amazing. Yeah. This- <laughs> and so, you know, person face to face and remotely. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I think that also keep me, you know, okay. Like, you know, Okay, I get still get to talk to my friends or family mm-hmm. remotely, mm-hmm. like so easily, you yeah. know. And um, 
so we kind of check on each other families and their friends and yeah so and all your family's in japan right yep are they doing well, okay actually, my sister's in sydney oh wow yeah she um she's married now she her husband job took them to sydney last uh april wow um so we own three different countries my family's in nagoya japan and my sister's in sydney australia and i'm here wow but we're going through it we, yeah you know we but we still chat or talk each other on the you know and then we check in on check on each other so you know everybody's good thankfully good. um so but yeah that i, I think that's also make me feel okay okay everybody's okay we That's get to good. talk you know for so. sure staying connected right now is so important and definitely so, yeah. i think if i don't they don't have that i might be a little bit more you know <laughs> going through a little bit more but yeah. I'm, I'm i'm okay you know yeah. I mean, it's the technology part is pretty amazing. The fact that like you can run your classes through Instagram live and people can join in. And I love seeing your stories of people taking the classes and sending it to that you. That makes me really happy too. You know, yeah. like e even though we can't see each other, they still, you know, want to, you know, take my class and then they post and then it's amazing. It's from all over the world too. Mm. you know france mexico it's amazing how we can connect now yeah that's incredible um we're actually coming to the end of the podcast geo um i always ask my guests to share words of encouragement so for you i think words of encouragement towards the dance community or anybody uh that's kind of pursuing dance or even you know if they're dancers just recreationally uh any words you can share with them will be great um I, yes like I say earlier, just do your best and then enjoy that moment. Like do your best anything you do, in, even in class, even, you know, you perform, even whatever you do, just do your best for at that moment for yourself. You know, that makes you feel good. And also you don't know what, you know, that moment leads you to the next, you know, mm -hmm. but if you don't give best for the moment you might lose the opportunity so you know i think that's like i said i met all the great teachers and the great opportunity um but i think also because i was doing my best at that moment i was able to go to you know take that to the next you know thing so even you having just do dancing you know just for fun that's okay too but just do your best you know for that moment you may get something out of it out of it you know hmm. um just whatever it is you know give it 100 percent. whatever give it 100 percent for that moment yeah yeah That's very good good advice for sure <laughs> Well, yeah. thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today, Chio. It's, a, it's an honor to have you on this podcast. Well, thank you so much. It was fun and I was honored. And then, oh. um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.